This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My family creates music, art, and books. Please support us and check it all out. Links are in the description. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Today, I'm going to answer some very important questions. Um, as you can see in this video right here, you've got David Wood, who is a hardcore Christian, who uses YouTube in order to push the ideology of Christianity. As many people know, I, myself, Brett Keen, I talk about God and why it is that it is logical and rational to believe in God. But there are some deep concerns with Christianity, Islam, Judaism, paganism, and other faiths that are uh, dealing with the concept of God. Apparently, according to statistics, atheism has been on a steady rise for the last few years. And there's a lot of Christians who are running around like chickens with their head cut off. They're afraid of this concept. They're scared. Is where I completely understand why it is that we're seeing Christianity have issues and disadvantages is where atheism is doing a little bit better. Atheism was moving a lot quicker in the beginning whenever the atheist movement started. That's whenever, at the time, I myself actually was an atheist and a skeptic. It was a, a time where people were coming out in social media and they were discussing why it is that they had the views and the ideas they were doing. In the beginning, Atheism had a lot of really, really intelligent, intellectual, thought-provoking non-believers who were stepping up to the plate, questioning religion. Uh, very few of the ones that actually got on television or got on video uh, were, how do I put this, they did things respectfully and politely, and they tried to handle things the way you would expect an adult to do. And because of this, guys like me, Christopher Hitchens, Sam Harris, and a lot of big players in the atheist community, such as Richard Dawkins, Stephen Hawking even made a few interviews and mentions, atheism started to be given some credentials, some validity. That's different nowadays, though, because a lot of the atheists nowadays are simply burnouts, people who use the same like repeatable uh, challenges. They don't give anything new. They don't offer anything to the table on why God isn't compatible with the universe. They don't have any uh, anything to at all to disprove the concept of God. Whenever it comes to God, God's doing just fine. It's Christianity and some of these religions out here that are taking a hit. However, I'm here today to say that religion isn't taken as big of a hit as what some people would believe. And I'll tell you why. 
According to the stats, a lot of churches are falling away. A lot of churches are basically disintegrating as they start losing members and people. The problem is, is that when there's a group of or an organization out there that is checking the statistics of not only religious people and membership to churches, they also have to go through organizations in order to pick up the stats on how many atheists there are in the world or how many Christians or Muslims, pagans, Jews, and so on. Now, the problem with this is just because someone has walked away from a church or a mosque or a pagan temple, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are now an atheist or they are without faith. In fact, there's some people who've gotten stronger in their faith once they left the church and they weren't under the tyranny or the boring routine of their preacher or priest or whoever they were involved with. Sometimes people need their privacy. Sometimes people need time away from all the hoopla and the hypocrisy that can be found, unfortunately, very quickly in some of these buildings made out of wood and stone. If we look at Jesus and his life, and we look at how his disciples advanced Christianity, we can see that they did it by word of mouth. They went out into the masses and actually spoke to people. From time to time, you're going to get a video on YouTube where some clown is going to go out in the street and yell and scream a bunch of obscenities or homophobic remarks, and somebody's going to come up to them and attempt to embarrass them and usually edit the video out of context in order to make it appear as though that the religious person's a moron, and perhaps maybe that person actually is, and they look like a fool. And then all the atheists sit around uh, YouTube laughing their ass off and going, ha, 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 see how dumb the religious people are. Let's talk a little bit about the advantages and disadvantages that atheists have, and we're going to also talk about the advantages and disadvantages of religion and what it is that we should be looking forward to on how religion can actually survive if we truly want it to. <clears throat> Personally, I don't give a rat's ass if all the churches go down. Um, I personally think that the churches have caused more harm to people of faith than a hundred atheists could ever even hope to do on their best day. But I do believe in God, and I think that children should be taught about God and taught about a higher power, because doing so not only teaches the truth about where we come from and our origin, but it also teaches us that we mean something in this universe, that we have a purpose, that there's a sophisticated fate and destiny <clears throat> that awaits every human being on the planet. Well... The thing is, is that the point of bringing up the atheists in social media is this is where they've come. The atheists have finally laid down where they want their church to be. For many years, because social media did not exist, atheists did not have a place they could go where they hung out and talked about nothingness all day. But social media has given a lot of people with doubts, with anger issues, with people who've had some very bad things happen in their life, with people who never have even been exposed to Christianity. And all these people around the world are downloading apps to their telephone, they're learning how to use software, and they're coming out in droves 
talking about their doubts and their anger and yada, yada, yada. And these people have a lot of things about them that other people are able to relate to. Everyone on the planet, whether you're a theist or an atheist, has had doubts. We've all had those questions about what should we do and, you know, where's God during this horrible moment like someone died or someone's suffering or something unfair seems to be happening. And some people feel as though God is not listening sometimes. And unfortunately, there have been a lot of non-believers that grew up in the church and then whenever they have went to their preacher or their pastor or whatever the case might be to ask questions, they're told oh, you should never question God and all these kind of things, even though the Bible actually encourages it. There's been a lot of lazy religious people out there who not only didn't ever get around to feeding the meat and the milk to their flock, but they kept it weak and they kept it... What the Bible refers to it as is tickling your ears. Basically... The religious people, the leaders, never took risk. They never tried to teach more than what they felt they had to. They treated adults as well as children like they were in kindergarten and did not go any further into it. Very rarely will you walk into a church and they teach you about the history and why it is the Bible is valid. Very rarely will you walk into a church where a preacher attempts to effectively use science and philosophy as a way to do things. Most of the time when you go into a church, if it's a modern day church, they're usually blasting Christian rock metal music. And they say a couple nice inspirational things. They probably got off of a God is Dead movie with Kevin Sorbo. Or you got this phantom of the opera, classical, traditionalist type of Christians where they tell everybody, now let's sing some hymns. And after we sing hymns, let's open up to this Bible. You know, one of these people who've got a very monotone type of voice. And it's boring as shit. Most kids sleep through this shit and they don't become interested in church until much later on in their life whenever they're trying to seek more answers to the more complicated questions they ask themselves on a daily basis. <clears throat> Let me get me a drink and then we'll discuss more. Atheism for the longest time <clears throat> came off as trendy. It came off as edgy. It even came off as fun for the children and teenagers who were watching it. They could watch take five seconds out of their day and click on a variety of videos out there done by atheists and they could see a guy smoking weed or sucking on a damn bong or someone with comic books behind them or little Pokemon dolls and, you know, very childish type of stuff. A lot of atheists like to use cartoons and animations in their video. So a kid is immediately going to be attracted to this kind of thing. I mean, what would you rather do if you were 10 years old? Would you rather watch some guy who is looks like he's almost the same age as you talking to you and stuff like your buddies that you feel like you can relate with and he collects Pikachu and all the Pokemons that you're into? 
Or sit in a church and sing hymns, the same song that you've sung since you were one years old, and then open up to the same passages you've already done a hundred times, and you've gotten to the point where you're so damn bored, you don't even want to read the entire Bible by yourself. You're just like, well, why bother? I'll just have someone read it to me. Oh, this guy begat this guy, and this guy begat this guy. So, what my point is, to try to explain to you why it is that atheists are doing better whenever it comes to reaching children and young people, is because atheists come off like the rebellious group, and they don't hide it either. They don't even try to deny that they're the ones that are more than happy to party, do drugs, do alcohol. Hell, they'll even sell t-shirts with, you know, a damn drunk driver in a car accident if it means they'll get rich off of it. And a lot of them are very good at um, humiliating other groups out there because they don't have a mechanism in their head that says, hey, we should have respect for our fellow human being. They don't have like some kind of father figure or some kind of authority figure stating, ah, that's wrong, you shouldn't disrespect people like that. So kids like that. Unfortunately, when we're 16, 15, 13 years old and we're watching, you know, these big old guys sucking down a Big Mac and, you know, taking down some whiskey or beer or whatever, acting like craziness, we go, oh, wow, that looks like that's so fun. And look at all the money that that atheist is making. There's a lot of temptations. The atheists, they know what they're doing. They know that they're saying, hey, we're relatable and we're the people who are really smart and we're willing to do this and do that and yada, yada, yada. That is very, it's very luring to young people, especially young people that don't know any better. Now, a lot of these people who act like this, sooner or later, they'll grow up and some of them are going to go, man, I've been watching these guys or these girls for years and... It's not doing anything for me. It's not answering the big questions. It's not, do I have a soul? What is my consciousness? It doesn't answer anything of importance. And that's the reason why when a guy like Jordan Peterson came on the scene, everybody, including non-believers who had risen in maturity level, started going for that. Religious people, as well as non-believers, are watching people like Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, and a lot of really, really good speakers. People, the young folks out there are looking for heroes. And unfortunately, these preachers and stuff, some of these people who run these churches, they're not very heroic. There's... Okay, so every once in a while, you might buy some groceries for somebody. Every once in a while, you punch a podium and you yell. Well, when you've got TikTok and YouTube and social media, people can get that injection of entertainment and excitement. They can go from watching you to suddenly turning around watching an episode of the Transformers or Thundercats, Voltron. They can go from watching a fight between Thor and Superman to the Avengers clips or some kind of clip on a movie that they really enjoyed and they want to see how other people react to it. This is the advantage that the atheists have. They're able to use the entertainment industry 
the music industry, and so on. And being that they don't, they're not trying to push some kind of like one thing ideology, an atheist could be known for doing a variety of creative things that a religious musician would not. Now, don't get me wrong, there's bands like Megadeth out there, Alice Cooper, uh, a great deal, of, even there's members of the death metal band Slayer who actually are either Catholic or Baptist or Christian and all that, and have spoken many times about these things, but they don't spend enough time discussing that they focus more on what they're doing up there, which is music. A lot of actors out there, too, believe in God, but they don't like talking about it because they're afraid that Hollywood will burn them. A perfect example is Kevin Sorbo, Tim Allen, and a lot of other conservative actors who believe in God. They've found that they were instantly demoted into B-rate movies whenever they tried to speak forward. So you're probably asking at this point, so what can Christians do? Well, first of all, you've got to remember that statistically, there's no way to keep track of people who believe in God once they leave the church. So the stats are going to just claim uh, it's, there's a decline in the church. And it's going to make atheists feel all pumped up because they're going to be like, oh, look, the churches are going down, so Christianity must be dying. I don't believe that Islam or Christianity or Judaism is dying. I believe the issue with Judaism is Judaism isn't one of those push-in-your-face type of religions. These folks are private. They keep things to themselves, and they're not really about advertising or promoting or making a platinum CD. They just don't give a rat's ass if you join or not. As far as Islam goes, Islam has gotten a lot of bad PR due to wars and destruction and also some of the things they did in ancient times and let's not forget terrorist acts. So Islam is sooner or later getting more and more developed and more revealed to society and we're going to probably notice more rappers and more popular people joining uh, Islam because they see a lot of truth in it. There is a great deal of information in the Quran that is agreeable with Christianity. That is the reason why Islam is considered one of the Abrahamic faiths. And believe it or not, the Muslims, according to the Bible as well as the Quran, are blessed by God. However... It's only been in the last five years, as I've noticed personally, where Muslims are starting to get out on social media. And unfortunately, there's also a language barrier where they have a difficult time being able to articulate their views on their beliefs because of where the countries and regions they live in. Christianity is still on top. Because we obviously have a great deal of Americans who believe in God. We are still the majority and we're still top on the list. And atheism, according to stats, is smaller. I tend to believe that there's a lot more Christians than what social media lets on as well as these statistics. But unfortunately, I also believe there's a lot more atheists out there than the stats show. And the reason why I say that is because there's not a whole lot of places you can go in the world where you could check on the stats of how many atheists are out there. And atheists, for, uh, even though there's a lot of atheists who get on social media and they run their mouth and, you know, play around with hula hoops and act like silly little clowns and stuff to get uh, people's impressions and attention and clickbait. On the other hand, there's a lot of atheists out there 
who are just trying to do their job, just try to pay their bills and take care of their family. They ain't got no chip on their shoulder having to do with religion. They just want to live and do their thing, and they don't want to have to bother with all this debates and arguments that we see going on in society. They just want to be left alone. And that's the same with a lot of pagans, too. There's not very many pagan religions out there that, or denominations or groups, if you want to call them, are sect where they're out trying to try, uh, promote paganism or hand out pamphlets to get people there. That's the reason why paganism has, even though it's an umbrella term, has slowly seemed to wilt out of existence. It's the reason why uh, several hundred pagan religions have actually went to the shelves of mythology or died because the pagans did not stand up for their view or belief and do anything about it. And a lot of them have this idea in their head that, why should I even bother? Why should I try to even push it? Um, they don't have this concept of they got to save your soul or, you know, God's watching you and you better get your act together. They do, however, have karma and they have this reactionary thing where if you do something negative, the nature will take its toll on you. You could get a disease. You could get sick. Depends on what group of pagans there is. <coughs> so Judaism, paganism, is a lot in the same way um, equal as where they don't care to promote it. As where Christianity and Islam is all about uh, dominating the uh, the world and spreading the gospel as well as the words of Allah to everybody. They're instructed to do that. So how can Christianity and Islam do this? It's obvious that my words are going to fall on deaf ears with pagans and uh, uh, some of these other things. But as far as Islam and Christianity, I can suggest this. Right now, there's a few preachers and priests that I've been noticing on the internet who've been coming out and they've been talking. But unfortunately, they're attempting to do exactly the same thing they did in a building where they do the Bible verses and they're talking to their audience and their congregation the same way they would if they're in a church. However, on the other hand, there's a bunch of amateur Christians out there like Matt Powell, uh, David Wood, who don't run like a church or anything, but they're extremely gifted in their delivery as well as uh, craftsmanship whenever it comes to the Bible and their knowledge of things. We need more... What Christianity needs is it needs people who are willing to challenge the non-believers. The atheists have been giving credentials and respect because of guys like Christopher Hitchens who got out there and was willing to debate a religious person one-on-one. -on -one. Christians need to be willing to get out into social media and actually be willing to interact with their audience. They need to say things like, if you have any extra questions, if there's anything you want to know, if you want to call me, we can talk. Everything that I'm telling you, I've actually done myself, and it seems to be quite effective. I only have one single negative problem that I have whenever I'm doing what I'm doing in social media, and that's being concerned with how political climate is all the time, wondering if I'm going to have a channel or not, just like a lot of other people out there. 
If you talk about certain things and then it becomes unpopular to talk about something, you could get canceled. There's a thing now called cancel culture, and that's a serious problem. But Christians need to do... Christians need to get more into philosophy. They need to be almost equally as powerful when it comes to science as it is with the Bible and theology. There's a lot of people like that out there, but even though they're smart in these type of things, maybe they don't have the technical understanding on how to connect their webcam and their microphones and maybe they know how to do all that stuff, but they don't know how to promote themselves or tag their videos right or be able to reach out. Right now, as we speak, Christianity is on the rise in social media, but atheists have spent a lot of time and a lot of years learning how to, they waited for this day where they would be able to have a church and make this place their own. A lot of non-believers actually believe they own YouTube. And who knows, perhaps the corporations out there are godless people of Facebook as well as Twitter and YouTube and all that. And these folks have been given uh, more benefits and advantages in social media. However, if Christianity comes in multitudes as well as Islam and actually learns the technical jargon and all this, you start learning how to make your own apps, create your own version of Twitter, create your own free speech sites. This is where you'll be able to do. Right now, Christianity and Islam is a very wealthy religion. You could use the money to cut out your own little piece of pie on the internet where people can come and focus on what you're talking about and your messages and all this. As I look on the internet right now, we literally have a bunch of unstable people who are pretending to be reverends and preachers and blah, blah, blah. And we've got a couple boring live streamers out there. <laughs> Not just a couple. There's a few thousand live streamers I've noticed out there. I've clicked through a lot of these different videos and... Unfortunately, some of these preachers are extremely dull and drab, and, and they have nothing new to bring to the table. And the same with a lot of non-believers. I watch a lot of these videos and these live streams, and I'm going, oh my goodness, really? Luckily for religious folks, a lot of atheists have kind of, they're starting to get away from arguing about God and getting they're getting to a point where they just simply don't care anymore. That's a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing is, is that they're not trying to humiliate religious people anymore. But if they get to a point where they just simply don't care about the God concept anymore, that's extremely dangerous waters. It means that religious people have failed to keep their interest and their attention to be able to even discuss it anymore. That's a problem. We don't want that happening. Now, another way that people can look at this, too, is that, believe it or not, the decline of Christianity, the death of religion, is actually biblical. It says that in the end days, the hearts will grow cold, they will grow black, that the way will become narrow, that we will see more and more people who raise their fist to God, that we will see more and more people who 
become basically degenerates where they don't care anymore. And that's when everyone, including Christians out there who are not sure if they're missing the mark or not, you need to take this very seriously because this is one of the, how shall I say, it's one of the blues clues that the end of the world's going to come. It's one of the the things that you should acknowledge that this is when God's going to come, whenever there's no chances anymore, when we've used up all of our opportunities and failed a hundred percent and we're not even trying or putting forth any effort to do better as people that it gets to a point where God can't even tell the difference between an atheist and your typical Christian down the street. You don't want it to get to that point if you value the sanctity and sacredness of this world because God will annihilate it. So these are some of my tips. These are some of my points. Remember when you're looking at these stats that even if every church in your town ends up going bye-bye, these same people have learned how to have a cheaper way to do things. Instead of waking up in the morning on Sunday after an entire week of working, folks can now sit in the comforts of their living room and look at whatever they want on their phone. And if you happen to be one of those people, then that's your opportunity to reach them. Everybody out there at this point has the internet and some kind of computer, and they just don't see a reason why they ought to be sitting in hard wooden pews listening to a guy repeat himself over and over and over again. The great thing about a video is, in social media, one of the things I like about it, because I'm not a big churchgoer, although I adore God and worship him, is that when I'm tired of listening to you, I can turn you off and close out the browser or go watch somebody that entertains me. When I feel offended or insulted by the bullshit that's coming out of your neck, I can turn you off and go watch something else. If I don't think that what you're saying is of interest to me, I can leave. But in a church, it makes people feel bad especially the preacher when he sees people start getting up in numbers and just start walking out the damn door. Same way a musician would feel or an artist if your audience just started walking out. Let's face it, people prefer their phones. <clears throat> they prefer the comforts. I can lay in my bed and put my head on a nice comfortable pillow and operate an entire YouTube channel just simply by sitting sitting up in my bed, I could be watching a television show and at the same time watching an inspirational speech by Malcolm X. That's where it's at. Christians and Muslims, you need to cut out your own little piece of pie on the internet. The atheists have, unfortunately, the atheists have become, uh, they've become numb and docile at this point. And I don't think that there's going to be like any kind of extra thing that atheists are going to do to bring themselves up. The other thing that you have to remember too, this is the last thing and then I'm going to finish out the video. You must expect that when you bring children into this world, whether you have one or three of them, children are going to look all over for everything they can get their, their heads around because they're going through a development phase. They're going to be interested in sex, they're going to be interested in, you know, who's right, who's wrong, who's the smartest, because they want to be considered smart. They want to be considered creative. 
They want to make a mark to themselves. They want to make a mark for themselves. They want to be a part of a group that makes them feel important and special. Well, atheism used to offer that. It doesn't anymore. Christianity has the tools, but you're not adapting to the times. Christianity used to be really, really good at adapting with the times, but when the internet came and social media, I think it surprised everybody. And I think that's the reason why religion, no matter who you are, whether you're Christian or Muslim, you took such a major hit. Because every time a religious person does something wrong or an atheist, social media is quick to expose people and pawn people. And it's just... With the constant bombarding of TikTok and these live streams and videos, people have become desensitized. They've gotten to a point where they feel like they've seen and heard everything, and we're all looking for that that injection of entertainment and excitement, something that keeps us feeling like we're a part of something. Christianity can offer that. Islam can also offer that. But you're going to have to make yourself accessible. And that's really my tips. That's my point. Whenever you're dealing with a... Um, and I don't consider atheist my enemy, but let's say that somebody were to see something or someone as an enemy. Well, how do you defeat an enemy? You have to respect what your enemy is capable of. You have to know your limitations. You have to know what's good about them as well as they're bad. If you want to be able to defeat someone with your viewpoints and ideas, then bring as many facts to the table as possible. Make sure that you don't just come with the Bible, but you also come with everything else that God created. I believe that God created science. I believe that God incorporated himself into human history. I believe that God is in everything and every particle and property of the universe. So I'm going to bring an entire repertoire with me whenever facing people who may doubt where I'm coming from. Not just try to use circular logic on them by just simply saying, well, the Bible says so. Well, so what? What does that mean to a person who doesn't even believe in God? What does your personal experience mean to a person who's never had a personal experience himself? It means nothing. So Christians have to learn new ways to do it. I would suggest that the older people out there who are still Christians, you watch some of these younger people, learn from some of the good things that they do and what works and just simply shovel off the the garbage or the stuff they're doing bad at. And try to become the most effective Christian that you can as far as social media goes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. I hope you enjoyed this video and it gives you some things to think about. Also, don't forget to check out my church phone call video I did just recently.